Hello, welcome on in to this episode of Black Girl Brunch. My name is Iman. And I'm Sabria. And this is Black Girl Brunch episode 23. in here. 23 out here. <laughs> Doing our thing out here. It is an odd number though, which I don't enjoy. It is, but, I know, I don't like that number. But if we could just get through this, we'll get to 24 soon. And who's that, Kobe? That's a Kobe number? Is that Kobe number? I thought his name was, number was like seven. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, this is embarrassing. <laughs> well, all right. 24, I believe, is Kobe's number. You looking it up? I actually wasn't. I was just looking at the outline. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, you look. Uh, Eric said it was 24. Oh, wow. I did a sports thing. I know sports stuff sometimes. I really thought you was researching Girl, it because you were smiling. Like... You were smiling at your phone. <laughs> I was looking at the outline. Okay, well, welcome on in. You know, we got another fun-filled show. A lot of people showed their ass this week. I'm excited to talk about it. Um, but first, how was your week? My week was, it start. well, I just realized it's only Tuesday. And, like, yesterday I felt like, I was like, oh, my gosh, like, everybody hurt my feelings. And I was like, this week. And I realized it was only Monday. <laughs> Tuesday, you mean? No, yesterday. Oh, yesterday. I, I was like, wow, it's only, but it was it, my, um... My week has been, well, before that, it's been okay. Um, you know, we're going to be working together. Oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot. So, Our Sabrina got hired um, at my <laughs> seasonal job. So, we about to be, you know, grinding together, a.k.a. getting in trouble more <laughs> on the clock, though. So, that's, that's I'm so excited. When is your first day? Um, I'm not sure because I have to, like, turn the paperwork Saturday. Do you work oh, Saturday? I work Friday. Oh, you work Friday. Okay, oh, but I'm coming, so excited. I'm coming in on Saturdays and turning in my paperwork. Okay, well, I'm yeah, I'm definitely excited for us to have the same job together. But um, did you do anything else? Did I do? Oh, I um I hung out with my friend um, Ryan from um, from Tara, and we just watched all these silly YouTube videos, and we ordered vegan junk food. And before then, I was waiting for him to get off work, and then I ate. Oh my gosh! I had food after I ate food at the vegan pop up. I just oh was. Gosh. I had so much vegetables, and when I tell you, I had to take a shit. Yeah! Wow! <laughs> I was about to say yum. I thought you was about. To... No. I, I said yum. I thought you were talking about how good the food was. No, because when I went to the vegan pop up, I had like purple cabbage and black rice. Have oh you ever, yeah, you have probably you ever had up. black rice before. I've had. I think so. I've had rice that was all different colors, like okay, mixed wild rice. The, or yeah, that's wild rice. But I'm a. I just bought some. Sometimes they call it forbidden rice, but Ooh. I'm about to. I'm about to start eating black rice. Like I'm so excited about that because I'm not scared of it anymore. It's really good. So I see. Had, I love basmati rice, but I'm willing to try anything that's rice. Yeah, it's it's really good though. It's no like funny taste, but I know it's it's like on the terms the same wavelength as um brown rice. Okay. I think it's like better than brown rice. Right. So that's worth a try to me. Yeah, I had that, and I made my own spring rolls at the um wow. pop up. Wow, you had a wild weekend. I did. It was a bunch of just me eating a bunch of vegan food. And I um there's this thing called vegan insomnia. It's like insomnia cookie, but mm-hmm. it's vegan stuff and they deliver like at like they stop delivering at two AM. Wow. Okay, well I definitely had to check them out. Cause every time I want to eat late at night, the only options I have is like Taco Bell or Checkers and I can't do checkers. Well they anymore. only have sweet stuff. Okay, even better. <laughs> you know me. Always got a sweet tooth. Yeah. But um, let me see. My week uh, has 
it was really rough to be honest with you like my this last few weeks between like work stuff and again finally finishing everything with this car but the good news is i got my fucking car back it's fixed um and like i said it was the other person's fault so i'm just really happy that i got <laughs> it's behind me like it's over yeah and um also i learned something new Enterprise is where all the good looking niggas are. Like, Enterprise <laughs> is like, I'm really about to just go in there sometime. Be like, and I'm, hey. I'm about to get my license just so I can go there. <laughs> don't even, just don't even get your license. Just pop in here. Like, what's up, y'all? Just start talking to them. That remind me. They have such good customer service and they all look, look good. fucking good. That reminds me. I just want to tell everybody that. Don't be shy and shoot your shot because I missed my shot this weekend. Oh, well, no, yesterday. My Lyft driver was fine as fuck. His name is <laughs> Thomas. Thomas, if you out there, just <laughs> Yo, know you really- that your your lifty. Don't you got his number? I don't know if that's his number though. Oh, shit. Okay. Wait, it's somebody. I gotta Google that because he was so freaking fine. Also, what would you say? Like, and you'd be like, hi. I, I, I was like, in your car four days ago. I was no. It was Monday. It was yesterday. Okay, but so, he's probably had so many... Okay, just shoot your shot. Big, big hair, and I'll send my picture. But big yeah, big hair, big ass, big smile, big personality. <laughs> big to boots. What it do? A Whole Foods. I was like, he picked me up from Whole Foods, Thomas. And, and we had a moment. And we had a good conversation. He was so sweet, and it's like, damn, like, why did I miss out on that? Like, I should have. I wanted to say something to him, but I got too shy. Right. Right. No, I get it. Like, I was, like, when I walked into Enterprise today, I was really shy. But my mom, shout out to Cheryl, my mom. She was just an awesome wingman. Like, she literally, I mean, she did tell the guy I was lonely, which is not the truth. But he thought it was a joke. <laughs> and he, um, like, we exchanged numbers and stuff. And he probably ain't shit, but he looked good and it was fun, is my point. So, yeah, like, just, y'all, check out Enterprise if you really just look into, like, you know, cuff a few, like, cuff somebody real quick. Because, like, it, it was, like, it was options. Like, it was really options in there. And I don't know where to meet men. So, I'm like, Enterprise, I could just go there and just rent a car. Like, honestly, I'm And there's really... different ones around the city. Like, you don't have to keep going to the one on Broad Street. Sometimes you can go to one downtown. Like, and I'm looking through my ride happen. history like, Thomas, <laughs> where the fuck are you? <laughs> oh, he is cute. He's so cute. I'm really oh. about to post... I'm, like, I want to... um. I want to, like, post his picture, but what if his girlfriend DM be like, take this nigga picture, take my nigga picture down? It's I'm like, like bitch, sorry. I heard you was looking for somebody that's mine. Oh, it's a fine lost item. I could lie and say I lost him. Yeah. I lost my heart. <laughs> <laughs> you want to help me find my heart, Thomas? Come on. I think you should do that. Say you lost your, like, grandma's earring or something <laughs> and make him really, really search. Like my great grandma gave it to me. But my thing is, I feel like Lyft would like it would go to um like yeah, HR. Yeah. Like HR <laughs> It wouldn't go directly to him, it would go to HR. That is so funny. No, you should just do it. <laughs> but um, all right, you know what? By the time you guys listen to this, it will be Thanksgiving Eve. Thanksgiving Eve, yes. Oh, it'll be Thanksgiving Eve, and we're gonna talk about um we're gonna build our favorite like our we're gonna build our ideal thanksgiving plate mm-hmm. with four items so that's our fave for this week like what are the four things on your plate just in your dream thanksgiving mind now keep in mind we're both serious vegan i'm vegetarian so it's gonna be you know different yeah <laughs> well my fave for um 
things to eat on the and this is like even this is why I was destined to like not eat me because I've always loved the sides of me stuff. Me too. So, I'm a side piece ass bitch. <laughs> I love sides. So I love stuffing. Mm. So it would be stuffing, Damn. cornbread, Damn. Um, macaroni and cheese. I make I had macaroni and cheese tonight too. I make a really good vegan one. Macaroni and cheese and string beans. You know, I do have a problem with you picking stuffing and cornbread. Like I know. Obviously, it's your choice, but I just feel like why would you do two things that are so similar? I know, but one is sweet and one is savory. I don't know, because my mom's is like a little sweet and tangy at the same time. Her stuffing? She makes stuffing with cornbread. Oh, see, I've never had it like that. Okay, my mom makes stuff. See, with that's what I was say. See, that's, but it's just two breads, and like it is I two breads. Like, but like, um, I can, it's your choice. I can't critique. I don't but, know why I'm criticizing it. It's your choice. In my defense, I've never had tofurkey and stuff, stuff like that. <laughs> I would say like tofurkey, but I've never had tofurkey because I never want to buy it because I'm never going to have that many people to share it with, and tofurkey's like thirty dollars. Yeah. Uh. Uh-uh. You better so, have. Even though I did today, I had like these um, turkey cutlet things mm-hmm. by Gardein, and they were good. They came with gravy. They were good, but I just like ketchup more than I like gravy. I just yeah, I never, and I put the gravy on it because it came with it. I never been a gravy bitch, and it was life. vegan gravy, so I was like, okay, you gotta but, you gotta try it. it yeah, was, I had to try it. It was cute. It was cute to say the least. So my plate is going to be macaroni and cheese, mm-hmm. sweet potatoes, string beans too. Mm-hmm. And pecan pie, first of all. Oh, yeah, you love pecan I pie. I <laughs> love pecan pie so much. Like, my mom has learned how to make a homemade one, and it's so good. But with if it's not hers, like, I'll take Giants. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. Like, their pecan pie is so good. It's a 1,000 calories a slice. <laughs> it is so heavy and fattening and just terrible for it me. Is, but it's good. Though. And it's just that's going to be something that's really hard for me to let go, especially with a side of ice cream. Honey, please. That really sets, <laughs> that sets me free. I cannot wait to have that. See, I never, I don't think, no, I had sweet potato pie on Thanksgiving because I'm like, I feel like I never make it to dessert. Whoa. I race to dessert. <laughs> um. Also, you know what? I, it's not on the list, obviously, but like, like, I love rolls and croissants and stuff around that time, too. Oh, like, uh, yeah. I don't know why croissants just taste better on Thanksgiving. <laughs> I didn't want to, um, I, I don't want to make anything because I don't want to, like, I'm trying to eat good and I don't want leftovers. Right. Because if I have leftovers, I'm going to go, like, create. Even though I did just make macaroni and cheese and I'm going to have leftovers of that. Because I don't know, first of all, if you like me... Do not get elbow noodles from Trader Joe's. Get them from some. I know that sounds weird. Nobody expected me to say that. But those noodles, when you cook them, they get big as fucking shit. Ew. Like, talk about fucking elbows. That's... They really big. <laughs> those noodles fat you as fuck. You should sue. That's yeah, really weird to like, me. The noodles really fat as fuck. I don't like stuff like that. Like I really don't like for noodles to swell up in the pot. Like Just be normal. Be like Everything else in life is so unpredictable. I just want my elbow noodles to be normal. But the normal. thing is, I should have known it was going to get big because like, you know how in the pack like they're usually like real tiny but they was like kind of pronounced in the pack and it wasn't even cooked so I'm like oh fuck thanks for the wisdom I definitely will not be getting elbow noodles from Trader Joe's I'm gonna go get my ShopRite brand elbow noodles yeah or like Whole Foods has good ones I like I like to get it from Whole Foods, but the ones from Trader Joe's, they on some other shit. Yeah, that's mutant mutant elbow noodles. It is mutant shit. Okay, so 
We're going to move on right now and toast for a sister. This week, we're toasting to Chrissy Teigen, who just announced on Instagram that she's pregnant. I know. I'm so happy for her because I know she had really rough, like, first pregnancy. Mm -hmm. But I know she was talking about getting in in vitro second time. But, yeah, I hope she has, like, a better... um, post-pregnancy. That's it. Exactly. Because I know she had really bad, like, postpartum depression. Oh, well, just, yeah, we're just sending her positive vibes and blessings because it's just hard when, like, you've had a history of having a difficult time carrying or, like you said, with the postpartum. Like, I know that's definitely going to be me one day because every time something new comes into my life, I get depressed. Yeah. And it's just, it's not... It's not even... It's to the point now where I expect it. Mm -hmm. Okay, if I move into a new house, I'm going to feel remorseful and scared. If I move somewhere else, like, it's just every step in my life. I'm always, like, excited slash really, really sad. So I I get it. And I'm just, you know, we're just sending her positive vibes. And I'm glad she spoke out about that. Definitely, definitely. Everybody that can talk about, like... Like, babies, people make it like there's nothing besides good feelings that come from babies. That shit is scary. Like, it just seems scary a like, to human. be a parent. Sometimes, like, I just get stressed out. Like, when I leave my my bag in a car, I'm like, how am I supposed to have a child? Like, I keep leaving my bag in a car. I'm going to leave a child in a car. What if I slam their fingers in the or, car? Or say you and I, say you um leave your bag in the car and you don't want to take the baby bag out because they sleep and then you can't get your exactly, bag. Exactly, but then you're afraid that if you run real quick, something bad will happen. It's just a lot to deal with, like, as a parent. And, yeah, so just sending her positive vibes. Um, She's one of our favorite celebrities. Yeah, I love her. All right, so we're moving on into tea time now. And we're going to start the show by talking about a young lady by the name of Sintonia Brown. Now, I hope to God that that's how you pronounce her name. It's either Sintonia or Sintanya. But a lot of you may have heard about her um, recently for being arrested after killing someone that was sexually assaulting her. Yeah, as she should. All rapists should die. Yeah, so... She was um 16 years old, and she was sold to a man as a sex slave, and she ended up killing him. She shot him to death. Um, As a result, she was sentenced to life in prison, and she's not even eligible for parole until she's 67 that years old. That shit makes me fucking sick. Okay, and on top of that, her lawyer was saying how both her mother and her grandmother were raped. So this young lady really had no direction other than using her body as a way to survive. Yeah. Regardless of if she didn't know any better, these grown men who were picking her up and selling her, they did know better. Exactly. And the court should know better, too. Okay? Yeah, like, when this fucking... Where is Olivia Benson when you need her? Olivia Pope? Olivia Benson. Okay. Law and order. Okay, I thought you were talking about Olivia Pope from Scandal because no. she gave people a lot of shit. No. Okay, but that's uh, that's my other favorite, Olivia. So, Olivia Benson. Yeah, I love her. But I just don't, I don't understand, like, how any person could rule this. But you know what? Right now we're looking at it from hindsight. Like, so many celebrities have, like, stood up and talked about how terrible this is, yeah. about call for action. But do you know that before that she was just a little girl in Tennessee? Just a a little girl of color who yeah. shot and killed somebody that they just wanted to get off the street. And you have to question, how many other, like, cases like this, how many people have died in prison because of something like this? Just flew under the radar. We didn't know anything about it. Social media didn't come to their rescue. And they're just out here living like that. You know, people... Yeah. People who are vulnerable. Yeah, because um, I remember, I forgot what I was watching. It was some some special on ID, and it was talking about women who were, like, 
in prison and like a lot of the women were like victims of stuff mm-hmm. and or they like had to you know defend themselves or they felt fell under the influence of like some right. man and they got caught in like the wrong place at the wrong time mm-hmm. and like now they're just in prison like for life and like you know, they're just able to tell their story on this ID show, but, like, there was nobody to really, you know, vouch for them. Right, nobody to, like, save them. And, like, recently I've been listening to uh, Oprah's podcast. It's called Super Soul Conversations. And, honey, let me just tell you, it's, like, something out of this world, the conversation. She's talked with Joe Biden. She's talked with, the, like, a lot of authors. And recently she talked to somebody by the name of Shaka Sinkor. And this guy... um you know, he killed someone and he's accountable. Like he takes total and complete accountability, but his story is about redemption and how he had to learn to heal and how he had to dig in his toolbox and his past and realize how he could have, like how many people could have saved him before he got to that point. Was he still in jail? No, he got out of jail because he had completely turned his life around and because of the nature of the, the killing. So, you know, he came from a broken home where nobody ever told him that they loved him, mm-hmm. ever. You know, the only people who ever showed him any love were these gangs. And then on top of that, he had got shot, and when he, he said when he got shot, they patched him up and sent him home that same day. No therapy. Nobody told him about the paranoia. Nobody warned him about the feelings of just fear that would come over him. And when he ended up shooting somebody a few days later because he was so paranoid that somebody was trying to rob him, mm-hmm. that, you know, so he's totally accountable for what he did but you have to think about this girl say she was totally down for being a prostitute at 16 but you have to think nobody gave her any direction yeah like nobody ever thinks about that how would your mind be had you not had your parent tell you no don't do that don't do that don't do this don't do that and it's just very it's terrible it's like it's terrible Yeah, because a lot of people some people like i will get into that later but like you know some people don't watch after their kids are not are not as involved because like i guess this would be a sidebar but it was some commercial or something on the news and they said something about kids not having coats and my dad said something like i just can't imagine somebody sending their kid outside without wearing coats and like i work with kids and i've seen kids yeah um where i work at have no coats when we leave the school Mm -hmm. and um and like he just couldn't fathom that because being a parent yeah be, being, being a, a parent, parent yeah because and i just told him i said some people just don't care. you know care or they, they're not able to care because life has dealt them like such shitty cards right and that that's definitely you know that's definitely what's happened to her like the idea of not getting out of being even eligible until she's 67 years old i really she's hope, 16 now i really like like you know i feel Everybody know how I feel about her, but I hope you know Kim Kardashian saying something about it um, could really help some because of her back her clout, yeah, because of her clout, yeah. Like, you know, I know Rihanna said something, but I just feel like I don't feel like Kim with all eleven million of her followers could do anything for this case. Like she just no one cares about what she has to say about these serious things. Like I feel like Beyonce maybe casting clout. I feel like you know Pink. Uh, Ellen DeGeneres, those big names have a little bit of like like social backing behind them, like Kim Kardashian. I feel like every time she says something, it just looks like she's hopping on a bandwagon, even when she is being genuine. Yeah. So I just don't feel like. I mean, she should just. I think out of, you know, respect for a young girl out here, you know, 
being taken advantage of. All women should be saying something about it. All people, but I don't know. I don't know about that one. So yeah, our prayers are definitely going for going up for her. And I'm really interested to see if the power of social media can get this girl out of this situation. Yeah. All right, and now we're going to move on to something a little bit lighter. We're going to talk about Serena Williams, who decided to tie the knot. And I really just wish I could have came to this wedding. Like, I really wish I was there. It looked beautiful. It was the, it's the only wedding that, like, I'm really interested in. Exactly. Like, it looked like a star-studded event. Like, it, it you know... A lot of people have got married within the past year. Like, I feel like what, Sierra's been married for, like, a year at this point. I forgot she was married. You know what? That was another wedding that I kind of wish I could have went to. I don't really remember <laughs> I just saw the pictures of, like, her really gorgeous dress, and it was, like, in a castle somewhere. And I'm like, damn. But Serena's wedding looked fun. First of all, she had three dresses, okay? Oh, yeah, and I saw that she had those, um, she had, like, studded, um... Nikes? Yeah, Nike Cortez. I'm like... That's what so the, cute. That is so cool. Like that's that's her keeping it Serena. Her <laughs> baby was there. Like I don't I just think that was brave of her cuz I'm like listen, we ain't getting married till I lose this goddamn baby weight, <laughs> which Serena looks great. Like let's be she real. Did, her titties was falling out that dress. What was the point of wearing the dress? I felt like she should have just came with a skirt and no shirt on. <laughs> Her titties literally was, like, bubbling over her dress. They was falling. But she was just smiling, like, it is what it is. I bought the dress, and I'm going to wear it now, so. Because I feel like she didn't try it on until that day. (laughs) I feel like she didn't try it on, like, since her last fitting. And everybody was like... I feel like everybody in the room was like, it's, it's okay. It's okay. She's like, it's, it's not too much. I was like, Mm-mm. no, it's not too much. Her husband probably was like, you look great. <laughs> he is so cute. I need a man like that. I just, I know, I just feel like I don't know her husband. Like, even though he be trying to do cute and funny stuff, I'm like, who are you, though? And do you deserve our queen? Because I really feel like Serena Williams is one of those celebrities that I will argue for. Like, you know how you're like, are you getting paid to defend her? I still feel like, um... I don't know him, but like, right, did you read that like longest paragraph that he wrote? It was everything. He he seems like he absolutely adores her. He does, but I just don't trust him yet, and I don't know why. He seems so nice. He seems like a great dad. He's funny. He's a, like he's really cute, but I'm just I just don't see it for him yet. And like I like I'll be like looking at the pictures of their <laughs> wedding, and I'll be smiling. I get to him, and I'm like, you. We'll see about you. It's probably because he not our color. You know what? It's that's not it either because it's a lot of black men I look at that like too. Like it's it's a man thing. It's just I I feel it like this is. happened too quickly. It did I feel like happen. It's too like quickly. I I Serena was single and then she wasn't, and I'm like, who are you? I feel like he's infiltrating. Like who sent you? <laughs> who sent you? I feel like the government sent him to like prove that Serena Williams was human because she keep beating everybody. So they needed proof, and they like send that white man in <laughs> to impregnate her, see if she's human. <laughs> you don't feel like that? <laughs> I don't feel like that, but I wanted, I want to trust him. I want, I want, I want to. to, I really do, I really want to. Because what he him. said, I was like, wow, I'm like, that's really like. I got a shield up that every time I try to let him in, something's just like not yet. Just see what he's made of. But you know what? It's not really my decision. Since she married him already, but I still feel like I have a hand (laughs) in this somehow. I agree, though, with you, because it's it's very hard to let men 
especially famous men. And... Is he famous? He's not really even famous, well, he, though, right? He's, he's wealthy. Yeah, he's wealthy. Because mm-hmm. he, he's a, a creator of Reddit. That's fucking amazing. Which is, it's crazy because I, I always had, like, feelings towards Reddit until I, like, started following him on Instagram. And I'm like, oh, like, Reddit is supposed to be totally different from what these trolls are. Like, because pe- some people use, just like people do Instagram and other white social men. media. Yeah, <laughs> white men. White men run Reddit. And yeah, and they ruin it sometimes. Even though there is a really funny, um, there's a really funny Reddit that I go on, but I'm not going to say it because I don't want Carnus to look at it and get offended. Well, I but I like Reddit for Game of Thrones theories, like that's um, and that's about yeah, it. Yeah, but um, yeah, but I mean, I just I, obviously I just regardless of how I feel about him, I just wanted to work out well because now I'm scared. Now I'm thinking about <laughs> it, and now I'm scared. No, like I just I, no, I like his, I get it. His her mother likes him, so I so should I. I get it. You know what? He might be like, he might be kind of shy, but like then he I'm, a man. I feel like she's stronger than him. Like, I feel like she's so much stronger. And I'm like, this guy better be strong. He better not be a <laughs> bitch. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Speaking okay. of bitches, Blake Sheldon um, <laughs> was, was ruled the sexiest man alive by who? We still don't understand and don't know. Because Blake Sheldon looked like a bowl of grits were here. No, somebody said, I think on Twitter they said he the hottest uh, divorced dad at the barbecue. <laughs> no, that I agree with. Like, he's the hottest dad at the PTA meeting yeah, for sure. Yeah, like, all right, say, like, you lone, like, you, like, all right, you at the PTA, <laughs> you come, you show up to the PTA meeting. You know, you lonely, your husband, you know, y'all on the fritz, he haven't paid you attention, and you see this guy, he tall. He's he nice. Look, yeah, he nice to you. He look like he could chop wood. Yeah. And, you know, he might get you, like, he's somebody that might get you a little excited when you think about it, but then when you go to your car, and then you see him do something where you're like, ah, the fantasy you over. Ill, Ill, yeah. Ill. <laughs> like, you see a shoe, and you're like, what the fuck was I thinking? <laughs> And then you sit in a car. Flat ass spirits, like no, no thanks. And you just sit in the car. You just think, like, wow, I really had a moment. It's like you have a moment. You get like turned on a little bit. Like, yeah, I see the appeal. Like, I see his (laughs) appeal. But when you say the sexiest man alive, alive, you need to know what the fuck you're talking about. Okay. All you need to. All you he need has, to do is be white and like a like he had wispy bangs. That's all you need to do. Like like and his um his mouth looked like a ziploc bag. <laughs> <laughs> it's just because white women who watch The Voice get their panties in a bunch about him. Honestly, and, when I see him on The Voice, I'm like, he always be trying to get black girls on the scene. He's like, come on, come with me, honey. I see the thing is I don't know what <laughs> recently it's been was. revealed. Yeah, I don't know what that was either, but <laughs> it sounds German. But recently, uh, Blake Sheldon, it's been revealed that. That he is like super problematic, which I didn't know. No, I, really I think it's him. funny that that somebody was like, they think he's so ugly. They dragged them like for old tweets. They're like, there's no way this nigga's gonna win. <laughs> they just dragged them because they didn't think he was sexy. Yeah. Like, it was no other reason to dig up them tweets. <laughs> yeah, because they've been there. They they've existed for years and no but one somebody, brought them up. But somebody said, you know what? I've had enough of this bullshit. He's so <laughs> ugly. Let me find something on him. He really does not the sexiest man alive. But it's just. The unanimous backlash. That has never happened before where we all was like, we disagree. <laughs> Even white people was like, what nah, the fuck? Since when? 
<laughs> like, he remind me of every single, like, Disney Channel dad there is. Billy Ray Cyrus. Or, yeah, or, like, every, like, white guy that, like, on Tinder. I'm like, let me swipe to see if he like me. Just for shits and giggle. <laughs> yeah. And then he, um, then you open his profile up, and he's like, yeah, so recently I lost everything. Yeah. You're like, God damn, that heavy-ass bio. <laughs> but I lost my job, lost my wife, single dad, lost everything. But I can play the guitar. You but oh that and you have bangs. That changes everything. But um Do he have bangs? I think he got bangs. Maybe <laughs> in my opinion he does. <laughs> Aren't bangs an opinion? Aren't they a state of mind? No, he don't have no damn bangs. I feel like got... white men and bangs are a concept. Like he just <laughs> Yeah, I'm about to look at a picture. Blake of Sheldon it. definitely got bangs. Let me look it up. <laughs> Wait, is Shelton or Sheldon? Shel- well, why I say Shel- Shelton? Oh, sure. <laughs> he don't got no damn bangs. Let me see. <laughs> oh, well, look at that. <laughs> Can you look? No, that's a bang. No, it's not. <laughs> Maybe that will help him. I'm picturing Billy Ray Cyrus, I think. <laughs> you are. No, in your defense, all white people do look alike. His <laughs> mouth really look like a Ziploc bag. But I feel like even... Ooh, he tried to Okay, turn. he kind of sexy right there, but... This is the picture you show. This black and white picture of him. This is the picture you show your girlfriends when you say you got a crush on them. This is best picture on Facebook. <laughs> and then they be like, no, bitch, let me see the rest of them. And then, and then they, they find this picture. They be picture. him with this big-ass flannel shirt on. <laughs> and it be this picture, they're like, no, bitch, tell the truth, shame the devil. Yeah, it's like, ooh. Okay, I guess I got to admit that, but... I just felt like, all right, my pick for the sexiest man alive would obviously be like Kofi. <laughs> Stop showing me pictures of Blake Sheldon. It would be like Kofi Cerebo. It would be Jadena. It would be the rock that is not fucking him. <laughs> it would be the rock. It would be that guy who played Drogo on um, Game of Thrones before he said that fucked up thing he said. Yeah, fucking weirdo. Yeah, but it would not be him. Like, Mine would be um, Kid Cudi three times. <laughs> Hi, Jordan. Hey. hey. <laughs> Sorry. Our favorite person on earth just walked in, yeah. so we're really happy. <laughs> Why mine? Blake Sheldon looks like Porridge. He and do look I'm like just, Porridge. That's what he looked like, like, not... Like, he looked like warm cereal to me. Like, he looked like somebody that, like, oh, my gosh, like, you... Okay, so you lead a PTA weekend, and then y'all just have sex. <laughs> And then you then you just get off the bed and you be like, oh, you were hey. <laughs> so I, I just realized that I have court. <laughs> you say that real dumb. And he be like, don't go. You be like, look, Blake, sweetie, it was nice. But, and then um, again, I have court. Then you sit in your car and you just stare at yourself. You call your husband, like, hey, honey, um, you be shameful as fuck. You be like, what the? Like, you remember on America's Black Time Model when that girl Shandy, she goes, I had sex. <laughs> she was so weak. She knows she shouldn't have had no business having no affairs. He's like, you fucking whore. You <laughs> <laughs> was mad. Okay. So after this, we got eliminated. I think, or she left. Wait, did she, <laughs> can we watch that after we record this? Absolutely. Fucking <laughs> Shandy. She's like, I had sex. <laughs> Please watch that. That's America's Next Top Model. Please, everybody, please send me that clip. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, we definitely watching it. All right. So now, 
We're going to talk about someone really relevant. We're going to talk about Ashanti. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. But Ashanti <laughs> did a show. I know. Shocking, right? She did a show, and that's not the news. She <laughs> was dancing on this guy, and all of a sudden, people start throwing, like, dollar bills at her. And she was like, I have the quote here. She's going to say, I'm going to need you to stop throwing that money. I'm not a fucking stripper. And the crowd was like, oh. But, but let's just keep in mind here that while she was dancing, she was giving somebody a lap dance and she had with a body, a body suit on, with and- her ass out. <laughs> Slow dancing on them, grinding them, and they threw the money. And I honestly, yeah, you're right. You're not a stripper. You're not doing it for the money. But how are you going to do everything that a stripper does and then get offended when somebody, like, not when somebody treats you like a stripper, but when they do something that's related to the same thing you're doing? Backfire. She is, not backfire, backtrack. <laughs> backfire. Uh-huh. <laughs> She's actually doing it for the money because, according to my mom, that's where she gets her coins from, concerts. Oh, I thought she said stripping. I'm like, well, there's yeah. a twist. Okay, <laughs> yeah, concerts, absolutely. But, like, that's really all artists these days. Because, like, yeah. don't worry about Especially no... Especially in that ones that's not relevant. Exactly, because nobody buying this <laughs> shit, but ne- nobody's buying nobody's stuff. Like, everybody's streaming. So, everybody get their coin from the concerts, from, like, the appearances and everything else. Except Beyonce. Beyonce gets her money from everywhere. Yeah. But, um... Or, like, people like her. Like, Rihanna, even Kim Kardashian, they didn't got to show up nowhere a day in their life, and they going to still get paid. Exactly. But when you're Ashanti, and when you're not producing anything good, you have to go and do the greatest hits. <laughs> so she's like, I'm not no stripper. Like, you would have probably made out better as one. Like, yeah, oh, like also, how you really going to throw shade? Like, all right, Ashanti, you are not modest, okay? So stop pretending. But like, girls like that always try to throw shots at sex workers, and I'm like, y'all really sucking dick for free. Y'all <laughs> Y'all be scared. Y'all be scared to ex- uh, nigga for a drink of water, right? But I just, I just feel like, why are you all of a sudden? I'm not like, what's so wrong with being a stripper what, when you're re- doing their thing? You're, you're still in their act. Exactly. Like, you're appropriating stripper culture. <laughs> like, but everybody want to be sexy. Like everybody want to be sexy, but don't want the backlash of sexiness. Exactly. Now, here's what I think. Remember when Beyonce? Well, not Beyonce. Destiny Child did the cater to you lap dance where they all like pick somebody from the crowd and they yeah. did a lap dance. Like, imagine if they were doing that lap dance. If somebody started throwing um, dollar bills <laughs> at them, we would be like, "Wow, that's wildly inappropriate." <laughs> but why? When they're doing with strippers too? Exactly. And the thing they is- had their ass in people's faces, slow dancing and grinding and, and I'm just like that's what strippers do and this nigga was like in a chair like he was like for real like and oh she the Ashanti concert yeah, yeah he, he was, was blindfolded like, and, and he was blindfolded I'm like now that's really like some Ace of Diamonds uh, type shit but it was so funny like the guy that was throwing the money was like sorry like exactly. <laughs> he really he probably was like oh nice this is like so funny like sh- she probably her ego is so like fragile at this point she probably was like I don't need that money what do you think I need money I'm Ashanti still and I'm like girl we all need the money you know what Ashanti we were just starting to just recognize you as like maybe you may not make music good music again but, but you, you still body goals and you're doing your thing but when you say that and you feel yourself it makes us want to snatch it right back and yeah cause like, I'm like you you know fun like I love like I love people that's fun that's why I'm like honestly like the Trina only- wouldn't have gave a shit I feel like she would. She probably or the thing is, the only thing that make Trina mad if it was once and not hundreds. Yeah, <laughs> and you know it was once because this is just a regular ass fucking guy. Yeah. First of all, I don't even know why he he had ones on him at a concert, but 
Very convenient. Gave us a great moment. So, yeah, Ashanti, it's just like we want to talk about you for something more than just that. Like, why don't you get in the studio? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I feel like with the help of, like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe her wave is over. Everybody just don't got it. Everybody just don't got it. But, like, see. Oh. <laughs> Eric said the last song you heard from Ashanti sucked. But Good Good was a great song. That was a it was a I cute love that song. It was good, a good song. Not really recent. Weren't we it in high school? Cute. We was in high school shit. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't recent. But I don't know that song. When mommy and leave the house, you know I'm coming right back. I really cannot relate to that song. I feel like it, and then he don't come back. And I'm like, maybe not. I'm like, Ollie, Ollie, Oxen free. <laughs> hey, Marco. <laughs> he really don't be coming back. <clears throat> True. Anyway, um, so, Papoose and Remy Ma are going to have a Christmas special. Because <laughs> when you think holiday chair, you think Remy Ma and Papoose. They are having a special. It's called... Mariah Carey should sue. <laughs> it's called a Merry Mackie Christmas. A Ma- no, it's called a Merry Mackie Holiday. Well, that's adorable, though. <laughs> that's the name wacky as shit. <laughs> a Merry Mackie Holiday. That's not like it's like a um animated cartoon or something. It but does. let's see. This is the premise behind the show. It's going to be an hour long special. Jesus. Yes, one hour of them talking about unifying their blended family. And they have, like, 72 hours to get something together in their home in North Carolina. Which, who knew? <laughs> I never knew they lived in North Carolina. I thought they lived, like, maybe in, up, like, uh, northern Jersey. At the or, very... or, yeah, upstate. Because that's where all, like, rappers live. Yeah, shit. all the rich folk. Rev Run and them live yeah. in, like, northern Jerseys. And with them being so heavily New York, but, like, North Carolina, I was like, okay. <laughs> All right. And then I'm like, why they got 72 hours to plan a party when we know about the special now? Like, it's just the premise of this is just... It's messy. It's okay. Why not? I'm just trying to think about, like, how many times Remy Ma's going to ask people if they're stupid during the special. True. Like, imagine it. That's very true. Like, I know she's going to be like, is this fucking eggnog? (laughs) Is this fucking eggnog? Are you stupid? Are you dumb? That's gonna be the special. Like Pat. Pat. <laughs> That's Pat, Pat, did you really get this polar bear rap? I said I want a fucking reindeer. Are you stupid? <laughs> Are you dumb? That's gonna be the whole special. Yeah, and again, Mariah Carey, if you listen in, just like just sue quietly. Yeah. Mariah Carey is gonna be like, hmm. She's gonna watch it too. And she's gonna <laughs> laugh her ass off. Which what the hell I heard something is going on with her and she ain't even to perform for Christmas. She's just tired. She always tired. She's a liar. She's for always months. tired. And she does nothing ever. She doesn't work out anymore. She's no shade. She said that herself that she's just like over it right now. <laughs> so, me. <laughs> same. Like I said, that's I'm I'm like my fitness is like on a standstill. What today's date? Today's date? Oh no, I was thinking my because my Planet Fitness bill. Shout out to Planet <laughs> Fitness. I know y'all got me. <laughs> Took yeah. that shit right out of my account. <laughs> but yeah, so that's going to be funny. I'm excited for that to pop off. Um, speaking of something that's not funny, Get Out was labeled as a comedy. What the fuck is wrong with y'all, whiteies? You know what? Kill whitey. <laughs> You all right? <laughs> no, y'all really weird. Like, how do you watch a movie like that fucking movie? Like, 
I love horror movies, and, like, a lot of stuff don't scare me, but that movie, like, had me fucking shook. When I, like, left the theater and I went home, like, I was so shook, like. Yes. And <clears throat> Jordan Peele, he didn't, he, it, he did not know that it was being submitted as a comedy, but originally he didn't mind it before the public had a chance to really react to it. And he says that now, like, Get Out isn't, doesn't just belong to him, it belongs to everyone. And it really resonated to people because it was, you know, it was it had some funny moments, but it, it was about systematic moments that were um, systematic racism that is re- very real for a lot of people who are um, who are watching. Mm-hmm. For us, nothing was funny about Get Out. Like that shit was scary. Like it was a metaphor listen. for everything that all of us have gone through. I'm not even gonna say at least once, at least five times in our lives. Listen, for the first time this year, I. Fornicated with a white man. Oh wow, <laughs> that sounds so dirty when you say fornicating. That's how I felt. But I I slept with a white man, and he he his, he um is deaf in one ear, and I after seeing Get Out, I was thinking, oh shit, this nigga <laughs> want my fucking ear, yo. He want my fucking ear, and like he was like, <laughs> no, y'all laughing. You never told me he was deaf. I thought I told you in one ear he's deaf, but at least he ain't blind. So you know, <laughs> sorry, that was very what problematic. Saying, what's wrong with him being blind? What's no, the thing is, is, people would be like, "Oh, of course he wants you. He blind." Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's not. Yeah, okay. but no shade to blind people. But right. mm-hmm. but yeah, he's deaf in one ear, and I the whole time I was thinking, "Fuck!" Like he wants my like my one ear. Yeah, that, like, he's here. He's just here for you. After seeing Get Out, I was thinking it. But then I was like, actually. He just wanted to fuck. But. <laughs> Once it was full circle, you realized it was just Once like, hey. it was full circle, he wanted to, you know. Which, you know, which is cool, too. But <laughs> I just feel like... Also, shout out to him. I'm about to text him. I, don't know. I just I just <laughs> feel like every, like every chance... It really resonated with me that people love everything black. They love our culture. They love our skills. But they don't love us. And if it was up to them, they could just you know, take the cool things about us and do away with everything else. What the fuck is that funny about that? That was so spooky, like the fucking auction, like... Yeah, it, it really was. Now, I understand that, like Jordan Peele said, there's no category for, like, social thriller. Yes, that's true. But you could have put it in with drama. It's just, I just, this is how you can tell that Comedy there are no... slash musical. <laughs> There are no people of color sitting at the table. Because for this stuff that constantly happen every year, every year, black folks scream and yell to the top of their lungs about some unfairness that's being happened within, you know, whatever academy. Yeah. I guess it's only one academy. But whatever with whatever, like, you know, award system. Mm. And every year they do something else dumb. This is why y'all need to have somebody of color sitting at the table. Better yet, somebody with an ounce of common goddamn sense. Yeah, somebody that's on the internet. All skin folk ain't kin folk. No, they sure ain't. But all you need to do is have somebody with some goddamn sense sitting at that table. And then stuff like this Because white people, happen. when y'all all get together, sitting together, y'all get dumb. It, y'all agree with Y'all get dumb. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah. I mean, sure, yeah. <laughs> That's how y'all get. That's yeah. how the fuck y'all saying. And it's just annoying. It's Thin just like ass the, hair. He's <laughs> somebody at the table with you. So, yeah, Get Out wasn't funny. It wasn't. That shit really had me shook. Like, I don't even live with white people, and I went home scared. Yeah, well. Everybody in my house is black, even my dog. 
my dog. My, both my dogs are. No, actually, I'm gonna tell the truth. My dog actually, he would be white if he was um a person. I don't know. My dogs ain't. He would just, be Sid from uh, Toy Story. My dogs are weirdos. I just don't <laughs> understand them. But Jennifer Hudson, I don't, I don't understand the situation that she's in right now. Like, so all hell broke loose. That shit is wild. And somebody's lying. Okay. <laughs> So recently, um, and this makes me mad because sometimes you know how in situations it's just a misunderstanding yeah. and both people believe that they're right. But no, in this Jennifer Hudson and David, what's his name, Ortenga, Ortunga, her husband, Punk. I'm going to call him Punk. Because <laughs> oh, yeah, that was his name. That was his name um, on New, I Love New York. Punk <laughs> and uh, Jennifer Hudson are split in and they're two contrasts inside. Now, this is what Jennifer Hudson's saying. Jennifer Hudson's saying that, you know, He's abusive, and she got a protective order on him, and she's fighting for full custody of her son. Mm-hmm. Now, this is what Punk's saying. Punk's saying, she's a cheater. The only reason why she's trying to say that I'm abusive is because now she wants full custody of the son, and she knows that I have leverage over her because I'm the primary caregiver when she's on the road all the time. So, what is the truth in my Oprah voice? What is the truth? Who's Jennifer Hudson, it's not, are you cheating or not? Because it would make sense that if you were cheating for you to try to leverage your, yeah. you know, chance of getting custody by lying. But but it's just like an abuser to say that somebody is cheating on you when you don't trust them. So I want to know what the son got to say. That's who I believe. Oh, yeah, because he know. He going to know if his daddy was hitting on both of them. And she also said how, you know, she tried to take, he took the son out of state before. Like, honestly... Oh, yeah. That could have been something very minor. Also, like, why didn't we hear about that before, though? I mean, obviously, she probably didn't want to put her business out before. And, I, I mean, maybe. <laughs> Possibly. TMZ would have been on it. Tam- but not if she didn't file anything and it just was like a discrepancy within a household. <laughs> Stop, Serena. <laughs> she rolling her eyes. If it was just a discrepancy within a household, like, nobody would have known. So that's what I'm saying. What is the truth? Because like a few months ago, Jennifer Hudson said, "I ain't, we not getting married, and he ain't going nowhere." Cause that sounds to me like it's a happy home, but people lie every day for the camera, like every single day. Yeah. So I want to know what the truth is. So we're gonna keep our eye out on that story, cause all it is is lies and French fries right now, and I'm not for it. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. All right. So now we're moving in to the sunken place. First one. This really hurt me right here, man. So we're going to have to put Eve in the sunken place. We just honored her on the Black Girl Brunch page for just being decent. <laughs> but that's Delete what, that, post. <laughs> delete all that shit. <laughs> but as soon as we honor people, they do that. Like, that. that's just how it is. Like, if you say something nice about somebody, they're going to show their they ass the next week. But recently, you know, Nicki Minaj, she was on the cover to figure her. It was it was crazy. Some may say she broke the internet. I don't know. <laughs> I know. I feel like I feel like she always do stuff like this. So it wasn't really breaking I'm internet. I'm just so tired. Like Kim fucking Kardashian for start. She started that, like breaking the internet. And I just feel like that's been everyone's goal since then is to break the fucking. The only internet. person that really breaks the internet is Beyonce. And clearly, and I was about saying that pregnancy, you know, announcement broke. Like that did break the internet. Yeah. It really did. But you know, I, I, Charles I Manson death didn't even break the internet. No, it was so anticlimactic. <laughs> I, was, I, I told it was you. anticlimactic. I was in the middle of the night. He was trending. By the time <laughs> I woke up, he was dead. So I wanted to be more excited than that, but this shit was. I wet. know. I wanted him to be like. Like hanging off a building or something like that, and then somebody like peel his fingers off. <laughs> he was, ah, ah, ah. he was like eighty something, so he just croaked. 
Yeah, but anyway, <laughs> so Eve was asked about Nicki Minaj's fader um, cover, fader cover, because she was sitting on the couch with some white women or like <laughs> or, or some like the the talk. I think that's what I it's called. I don't know if it's not the View or the Real. It don't. Well, it the don't, Real don't exist no more because Tamar not on it. Honestly, I still do like the Real. <laughs> You're a hater, and I'm going to tell my mom you said that. I'm sorry, Tamar was fun, but like the show is going gonna on. Tell I'm sorry, my mom, because we don't watch it no more because Tamar. I don't watch it ever. I just watch clips online, but she was on a couch, and I know Sharon Osbourne was there. Yeah, that's which the who talk. knew? Who knew she had a show? <laughs> but she does, and they asked her about um, just Nicki Minaj's cover, and she said she's an amazing rapper, and she respects her as a female lyricist. But then this is where she fucks up, and this is how you know somebody about to fuck up. But she yeah. goes, but as a woman, from my <laughs> point of view, personally. Like, first of Whenever all. Whenever somebody starts saying, from my perspective, personally, like, we fucking know it's or, from your perspective. That's why you talk. You talking. <laughs> or when somebody said, as a woman, that's when you But she, know. she did, like, a triple combo. I don't know what the fuck that rich white man got her doing in that house. <laughs> but let me tell you what she said. But as a woman, from my point of view, personally, I would not be able to do that. She said, um, that's, she's talking about Nicki Minaj's cover. She said, I think this is, this climate is just not good. I think every artist has a right to express themselves. However, they want to respect, the, they want to express themselves, and I respect that as well. What? Not <laughs> that you want to become a role model, but it is what you are. So you either agree that everybody has a right to express themselves or that they, you know, have to be a role model in a, so, a certain mode. I think that people need to understand what it means to be a role model because. For for not for everyone, it doesn't click when somebody is picture perfect. Yeah. Okay. For everyone, it doesn't click. Like for a long time, remember, like before we were really, really like, well, you personally, you before you was really into Beyonce, you didn't, you thought like you she didn't, you didn't relate to her. Remember? Yeah. Because you was like she too perfect, like this and the other. Sometimes you need somebody that is a little bit like flawed, that's a little bit like bad, a bad girl, and that's why Rihanna inspired me so much. Exactly. She inspired me to be like, oh wow, like she could still be on a red carpet, she can go to the Grammys, and then she can go twerk and smoke weed because she's being herself. Yeah, because like growing up, it was never a really like black girls like that. Or, no. Like it was all. Always, like black Moesha. girls, like yeah, like in the house, like oh, dad, like yeah. black girls, like that. And My I'm name's like, Tatiana, and yeah. I had braids, like that's like not. <laughs> and I couldn't relate to that shit. Like I always was angry, <laughs> um, <laughs> like for one, like, and I always like said stuff that made people uncomfortable and things like that. That's why when I got older, and like in high school, I really loved Nicki Minaj, right, right, because of the stuff she was saying. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, she just don't like. Care like and it's just it's funny exactly and that's why I liked Eve when I was in high school like you know how I used to listen to Love Is Blind (laughs) like just the idea of somebody killing a man that hurt her friend really just got me going yeah and And it's a bunch of men that I feel like did exactly (laughs) right and just. You know, Eve was the woman known for having paw prints on her titties. Like, she was the one who had pink hair, leather pants, the first rough rider. She was a stripper. She was from North Philly. I remember when they punked her, and she was about to beat that man's ass. Like, that was Eve. (laughs) That was Eve. And so, for her to sit down and talk about being a role model, first of all, that's what parents are for. Exactly. And again, we're going to get into that. At the end of the day, raise your own fucking kids. Like Yeah, like, she can't do a provocative shoot 
because th she's a role model. Yeah, but she's not only a role model to kids. She's a role model to, like, some adults who are, like, fucking with body positivity. So it's just, like, you know, do your thing. Like, I do understand that, like, let's just say she would have said, like, the plastic surgery for me, like... Is it sets unrealistic expectations? Yeah, that's still your opinion that no one has that, to care about. Yeah, because that used to be my body goal until I realized, um, right, all right. But Nicki Minaj never claimed that it's hers, so you she hasn't. She never do. She just is quiet, and you know what that means. So. It's, it's like, I just don't feel like, I feel like uh, you as a former rapper who hasn't made anything recently shouldn't have came for someone who's constantly yeah, shut the fuck putting up. up music. Like, sweetie. And then she gonna take that picture of Sharon Osbourne who put up the West Side, like, gang sign. I'm like, first of all, bitch, she from the East Coast. She from Philly. Why are you putting that West Coast sign up? That just, like, you sit up there and you let these people make you look stupid. That's what you did. No, I don't know why they invited Eve. She's not even known for an opinion anyway. She not. Like, when has she ever stood on her own? She just was bad as fuck. Feet. That she's just cute. Like she's cute and we all were cheering for her because she married someone rich. I but know. even though that's so cool. Yeah, I'm about to say, I mean I wouldn't mind. But <laughs> <laughs> either way, it's just like Eve. Come on. Let us remember you for the great things you've done. That shit was weird, yo. Let us remember you for who drank my apple juice. Not that bullshit. And the thing is, she was um in the barber. I think she exactly. was Exactly. So that's made it even Why you ain't say all that stuff when y'all was on set? I know. Nicki Minaj just probably Hold was up. like, you know what? Another one. <laughs> Honestly. like, And I know I'm not always with Nicki Minaj's side, but that was corny as fuck to me. That was corny. Because when, when you come at women for doing what Nicki Minaj did, you're no longer just talking about Nicki Minaj. You're talking about every girl who posts a picture. Exactly, because uh, uh, I cannot wait until I'm at my goal weight. And the only reason why I want to be well-known is so I could be on the cover of a magazine squatting, <laughs> spread eagle, my ass cheeks out. I don't give a fuck what anybody kids Same. looking at. Same and all I want, please, man. The way I'm working out. Fuck about your kids. You y'all better wait, wait until the summer. You gonna be like, damn, I'm so tired of seeing him with no pants. I am gonna be doing a headstand every day, <laughs> every day. Okay, so Gabby Douglas was also like into body shaming. That shit was weird again. That shit was so fucking weird. So we had to invite her to the sunken place too because, all right. So who asked? Alexandra Raisman, who's also you know she's an athlete. She just talked about how sexual abuse. She's is a gymnast. Okay, she's a gymnast. She's she's talented Olympian. She's doing great. And she's just talking about how sexual abuse is never okay. Women should be allowed to wear whatever they want. And you just cannot tolerate, we cannot tolerate uh, victim shaming. Mm -hmm. She said you need to stop it. And this is why so many survivors live in fear. That was pretty much a broad definition of what she said. Gabe Douglas retweets what she goes says and goes, however, it is our responsibility as women to dress modestly and be classy. Dressing in a provocative sexual way entices the wrong crowd. What the fuck? Like, first of all, Gabby, that shit was weird. Gabby, 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 Gabby. It is not my responsibility to dress modestly. And it, but it it's really, your responsibility to fucking Respect your hair. That's <laughs> Again, thin ass hair, little split ass ends. And just, it's, it's just, you, how, how are you going to lump us all together and say, are? Oh, now, you want to say that's your responsibility? That's your black ass That's what happens we when can't you still get down. perms. Your brain is just. 
Really? It's a lie. But it's I really tried my best to take up for Gabby Douglas, and she's just been, like, because she was a kid. She would always do, I think, borderline stupid shit, but she was, <laughs> like, talented kid. Like, that time she tried to Dougie, and who knows what the fuck that was. Did you see that clip? I don't remember it. Sabria, you have to watch this clip. She, this <laughs> white man, this white woman asked her to dance, and she did the Dougie, and it was, like, some ape dance. Like, it was not, she was like... <laughs> And everybody on the internet was like, hold the fuck up. What was that? I but they let her slide because we all know she our little cousin that grew up in the suburbs. So she don't know how to do her <laughs> hair. She don't really know the dances. But we protect her because she's talented. And we know these white people are going to chew her up and eat her. Like, chew her, chew her up and, and spit, spit her, her Spit her back out. So we <laughs> tried to help her. When she didn't put her hand on her heart, I still stand by that. She didn't have to do that. But what did they do? Yeah, she they, didn't visit it. She just seemed so sad this past you know, Olympic round. Like, she seemed really sad. And I didn't know if it was because Simone Biles was coming through and just, like, you know, killing everything. But speaking of Simone Biles, she um, responded to that. And she said, it shocks me that I'm seeing this, but it doesn't surprise me. (laughs) Honestly, seeing this brings me to tears because as your teammate, I expected more from you and and to support her. I support you, Allie, and all other women out there. Stay strong. Um, she pretty much said, you know what, Gab- Gabby, you been dumb, but I know you was this fucking stupid. Yeah. That's what she literally just said. She says, in a cute way, it shocks me, but it does not surprise <laughs> me. That is so shady, and I love it, because that's what she needed to hear. She did, and I'm glad she got her together a little bit. Yes, and then, you know, Gabby responded and goes, I, too, was, like, sexually, you know, harassed by... Shut the fuck up. But listen, here's my thing. What if she was harassed, but she felt like it was her fault because of stuff that she wore? You know what I mean? Like, maybe she was harassed, but I'm like, Gabby, it's not looking good for you right now to just say something. It's like the Kevin Spacey thing. You get caught and put out, you know, on Front Street for doing something shitty, and then your first response is, I, too, have suffered. It's like, but now we kind of don't care. You know? Yeah. Now we kind of don't care. And it's like, are you saying that because you want sympathy? Or like... And why you couldn't feel sympathy for the next woman, but now you want it? It's just such a twisted way of operating where you don't know what to think of it. All I know is just next time, you know, keep them Twitter fingers to yourself. (laughs) Keep them to yourself. Okay, well, that's it for the Sunken Place segment. Right now we're going to move on into... Common sense, sis. And this is just... All right, we've been talking about this. This is what we spend the bulk of our time talking about, me and Sabrina. We spend literally 80% of our friendship from the time we met (laughs) when we was like 15 until now talking about irresponsible parents. That shit really burns me alive. Like, it really fucking burns me alive. Like, the way people talk around their kids, the way, like, that shit really irritates me it really does because kids will repeat everything like if it verbally physically they'll repeat everything right and they really are not to be corny but they are the future and it's like you it's if you're a dumbass <laughs> the, you're supposed to break the cycle not fucking continue it like i had one this you know one of my students one of my favorite one of my favorite girls she said the f word 
And she honestly did not know. And not the F that word was, as fuck, but yeah, the slur. Yeah, yeah, the the slur um, to gay men. She didn't think that it was something wrong with saying. She thought, oh, like, this is the way you describe, like, you know, these types of people. She didn't know it was a bad thing to say. And I know it's because she heard an adult, a parent or a guardian say it, like it was okay to say. Right. And it's like, y'all are such dickheads that y'all don't want to, like, <laughs> evolve from who you are or do the research. Like, being a parent is people, every, it's so easy to say being a parent is a full time job than actually doing that full time job. Exactly. Y'all think it's, it's more than keeping somebody alive. Oh, I was just about to say that. People Y'all think, think that, that keep, kids are accessories. Yeah. You think just because you're keeping them alive? No. If you're not, you need to, fucking have your kids eating right, put them in programs, keep them active. If you're not doing it, you're a half-assed parent. Right, and I think that people don't think about being a parent until it happens most of the time. Like, exactly. I think, like... I think about that. I've been thinking about this shit since I was... Since I started having sex, to be honest. I was thinking about it before then. I was thinking about, like, just... Because for me, like, a big goal in my life is to be a mom. Like, it is one... I'm not embarrassed to say that, because I feel like that's something that's really embarrassing, is that, wow, like, one of your but dreams more, is to be a mother. But more people should fucking say that, because they wouldn't yeah. have fucked up... I wouldn't have to deal with your fucked up kids. Or just, like, I, I just really want to be somebody's mother more than I want to be somebody's wife one day, more than exactly. I Again. even want to be an entrepreneur. Like, it's been since I was a kid. I don't know what it was. It's just I'm a very maternal person. I've always wanted to be a mother. But I want to be a mother so bad that I think about how can I do this so like responsibly so I don't fuck anyone up. Because my mom and my dad, they were great parents. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Yeah, they were same. great parents. But they're old school. Yeah. You know, they're old school. And they they came up in a time where as long as they gave me what I needed, as long as, you know, I was fed, as long as I was warm, as long as I had TV, that was enough. Mm-hmm. My mom didn't make sure that I ate the right way. As You know, if I wanted something, I could just get it. As, yeah. mu- as much of it as I really, really wanted. I could drink soda if I wanted to. Um, I could stay on the phone. I never was in any extracurricular activities or anything like that. And it's because she never was. Yeah. And she, my mom was like, you can go to college if you want. Or you don't have to. It's up to you. I never had... Luckily, I just was the type of person I was because I never had anyone really on top of me about this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like you, you raising kids should not be an autopilot thing. Exactly. It should be something you think about well ahead of time. And you shouldn't just gamble with them like, oh, maybe they'll just be self-motivated. Maybe one day my daughter will just, you know, become health conscious and take the, her health into her own hands. And I don't know if people are thinking about that. Like, your kid, why gamble with that? Especially our children of color because mm-hmm. just by being black they're inherently behind everyone else. Yeah. If you don't take the initiative to make sure that they are healthy mind, body, soul, everything, sure. you are fucking them up. Exactly cuz like a lot of you bitches will go <laughs> on diets and all that stuff and try all this that waist trainer bullshit, Dr. Fisher blah blah blah, all that shit, but y'all will have your kids eating fucking trash. And it's like get the whole family involved, you know? Like, yeah. you don't stop treating your kids like they're other. Exactly. Because they're not. They're a reflection of you. And they're human beings. Yeah, and they're They're human just beings. little human beings, but they're going to spend more time as adults than they are kids. But that whole time they're adults is going to be framed from when they were kids. That is so powerful to me that people don't 
you know, you spend so much time as an adult, practically only 18, 18 years by, you know, our standards as a child. But the rest of your life is a reflection of how your parents frame it for you. Mm-hmm. And so many people do not even consciously go in it with a plan. Like, what is y'all putting in they fucking, like, trust fund or, like, for college? Like, you know, right. are you even doing that? Yeah, I mean... You and- can't do that working at Aldi. You can't do that. Yeah, or um, I just think about how some people, you know, they'll be having a kid, and I'm not really that excited because I'm like, wow, like, what's going to happen? Like, what's, Yeah, I you get know, petrified. There's, there's so many people in my family where I'm like, obviously it's a blessing that you're bringing this child into the world, but... But I is have, it really? I know, like, I have kids, you know, in my family that I'm ashamed to say that they have... They have nothing developmental going on for them. Like, um, I work within the healthcare industry, and recently I learned about something called tummy time. And tummy time is a class that people bring their children so that they can learn mobility skills, like how they can, like, spend some time on their tummy, strengthen their back, strengthen their abdomen and their neck. It's tummy time. I've never heard of this before in my life, but people have classes where they can take just their newborn babies there to sit on their goddamn stomach for some time. And I just wonder how many of these irresponsible parents that I know are putting their child on their stomach so that they can gain this strength and have, you know, better mobility and doing all this stuff. Like, I just wonder if they're reading to them. I just wonder, like, how well are you setting your child up for success? It's like such a big pattern. I know it's other shit that you can blame, such as poverty, such as, like, generational, all this. But But at some point, you need to be accountable for how you treat your child. And the thing is, for me... I know that I I would like to have children as well, but sometimes I go back and forth, well, you know, that's not for me. I I love kids. I have to just face the fact that I love kids, but it's probably not for me. Like, you know, even though this is such a a weird example, but Sarah Silverman, she is uh, mentally ill as well. She's bipolar, and I know she doesn't want to have children because she doesn't Mm -hmm. want to pass that on to them or, you know, having to deal with that as a bipolar woman. And I think about that a lot because Mm -hmm. a lot of my, you know, fear and the reason why I protect myself and things because I don't, you know, dealing with my mental state, you know, want to put that upon a child. Mm -hmm. And, you know, people don't think about that kind of stuff or they don't even really care. Right. You know, and it's just so... No one, because it's like, it's a very... It's just like marriage. People think of it as just a next step. Something happens. Like, Mm -hmm. it's just something that happens. Like, you graduate high school, you go to college, you have a baby. At some point in your life, whether you think about it or not, you just have it. And I'm just like the lack of just thought that's put into something so special really, really blows my mind at this point. Yeah. It's just people, like, you just do it. You just have a child, and you don't set them up for it. Like, life is not... What about life do you think is so simple that you can just have something and it'll just cruise through life perfectly? Like, I don't know. And it's it's not, like, pe- people, like, I'm guilty of it all the time. I go on Instagram, I follow all these little cute mommies, you know, who have these adorable babies that have matching dresses and bows, and they're just cute little babies with afros. And you start just 
think about that. You start thinking about the good things. But you ever have a moment where you be like, God damn, like I'm running short on lunch. Imagine lunch plus diapers. <laughs> like, exactly. Like, you know what I mean? It's just like, in any moment where your baby fever just takes over, just think about real, like your life now and how a child would fit in. And a child would not fit in. Usually, you know, most of us, most of our listeners, I don't think are married. Most of our listeners probably don't have kids yet. But just think think about how that'll fit into your life. Think about this human. Think about you. You were a child once. Yeah. Think about how you were set up for and, success and, and what about, you want to do better. Exactly. And think about the things that you wish that your parents had you do that you missed out on. Yeah. Like, that you didn't get to do. And it's, a, it's not even shade against your parents because they probably was just doing the best that they knew how to at that time. But the point is so that we can be better than our parents. Like, and our children can be better than us. Like, you have to take what you know and, like, actually apply it to these kids. So, I, and... I just, I really see a lot of children suffering. Like when I go pick my little brother up from school and you could just see the lack of guidance, just people not caring. And like, even my mom, I have to tell her sometime, like, mom, this little boy, my little brother, he has been on this game for 12 hours. Like, are you going to make him get up and walk around? Are you going to make him get up and eat something green? Are you like, we need to do better for these kids. Cause like, you're setting them up. It's a competitive-ass world out here. You're mm-hmm. setting them up to be a loser. Even though my little brother keep telling me that he is playing games so that he can enter competitions on YouTube and win, I just was like, okay, but you need to walk. Yeah. You need to get up and do some physical <laughs> yeah. activity. I'm all good with you wanting, if you, that's your goal, is to be a video gamer. It's really not that crazy. It's not that crazy of a concept, but uh, that's not all you're going to sit around and do. Yeah, exactly. That's not all. So, yeah, that's just it. You know, raise your kids better. That's, yeah, I'm about I guess to say, that's the goal. Push them to be better than you. You want them to be, You that mm-hmm. should be the goals. You want them to be better than who you are or better than who your parents were. You want them to be number one. You can't just call them king on Instagram and expect yes. them to flourish. Yeah, they're, they're, little, they're little humans. They're, they're going to grow up to be adults, and everything you put in their life is going to guide them. Like, treat them like they, like, I don't know, like, like they're you because they kind of are. Yeah. So, yep. So that ends it for this week's show. Um, like I said, by the time you're listening to this, it's going to be Thanksgiving Eve. So, you know, happy Thanksgiving, everyone. I hope your family don't hurt you too much. Hope you um, don't eat too much turkey because you know we kill 47 million turkeys a year. So, um, Jesus. Yum. Bon appetit. (laughs) Bon appetit. Bon appetit. But um, yeah. I'm, are you doing anything for Thanksgiving? Um, I am actually going to come over with these guys. Oh, okay. Um, and <laughs> I'm probably <laughs> going to go to the vegan Thanksgiving thing. That sounds so fun. Um, so my mom does Thanksgiving, and she makes it look really easy, by the way. Like, you know how people are always like a hot mess? My mom's always done it, like, one, like, watching TV. I'm like, what the fuck? How did... Like, I'm in shambles, and I'm only cooking one cake over here. But, so yeah, I'm having Thanksgiving with my mom and the family. And if I can go away, I'm actually going to try to come to uh, Eric's, too. But my mom is a sociopath. When I try to leave on holidays, she's not with it. Yeah, you're not going to come. It's okay. And, yeah, I'm going to try to escape, but my mom, as soon as I go in there. (laughs) You keep on trying to say it, but you're not. (laughs) <laughs> wow, I'm trying to speak You're it into existence. Not, though. It's not that I won't come though because I don't <laughs> want to. It's because I won't. I can't, I I'm not allowed to I know. leave on holidays. Like as soon as I go near the door, my mom, but who near that door? 
What y'all doing? Who, who going out the house? I'm just looking outside. But for what? See, I'm but, um, coming. I'm gonna try though. It's my You're point. Sorry for yelling. Not. Anyway, y'all, have a happy Thanksgiving. Bye. <laughs> Peace.